few years ago, I had the privilege of meeting Adam Kahane. He was on a book tour of a, what was then a new book entitled Love and Power, The Theory and Practice of Social Change. It came out of a quote, the title came out of a quote of Martin Luther King Jr., which I'd like to share with you right now too. Martin Luther King Jr. said, Power without love is reckless and abusive, and love without power is sentimental and anemic. Power at its best is love implementing the demands of justice. And justice at its best is power correcting everything that stands against love. That's Martin Luther King Jr. That's pretty typical Martin Luther King Jr. The reason I bring it up is that at Reboot Alberta, I talk a lot about and write a lot about the issue of citizenship before partisanship. That's, uh, that distinction, I think, needs some clarification and some better context around what we really mean. To give you some examples, there is about less than 6% of adult Albertans belong to a political party. On a good day, 50% of us vote, but that's very, very rare. But 100% of us are citizens. Ironically, the 6% have all the power and the 100% need all the love. And they actually can do that too. It's not a, a situation of citizenship or partisanship. They both have their place, but what happens is that partisanship has become about the pursuit of power, not necessarily for selfless purposes, quite often for selfish purposes. And they, those selfish purposes are to influence government, influence government policy, have programs that are and subsidies that are in self-interest that benefit one group or special interest group over another, and not necessarily for the general common good. There are winners and losers in partisanship, and it's very much a zero-sum game. If you win the election, you get the, and especially if you get a majority, which Alberta has almost always provided majority governments because we think it provides us with stability. That's just a fiction, but we elect majority governments. And as a result of that, we give that party absolute power to pass laws that are allegedly on our behalf clearly with our consent, otherwise we wouldn't have elected a majority government, and to do pretty much whatever they feel like doing to make laws that impact our lives. Those partisans in our binary system of left versus right, there's hardly a spectrum in Alberta. There's only extremes. There's, when I say extremes, you are either left, NDP, or right, UCP. Any place in between hasn't got much of an identity and sure doesn't have a party label. Closest thing we have right now is the Alberta party, but they're still in the process of figuring out how they can actually become a significant and powerful voice. Powerful, there's that word again, in Alberta politics. Better that they become more of a caring voice in Alberta politics, but we will shall see. So what we've got is a left versus right adversarial system where you either win or you lose, but it's always in the pursuit of power. Now, that 
pursuit of power is not necessarily always entirely a bad thing. There are some very good things that can come out of it. But really, when you look at political parties, they're highly influenced by donors, by by thought leaders inside that ideological mindset that they have, and by influentials in those ideological mindsets. If you're not in those ideological mindsets of um, capitalism versus socialism, as some people like to say it, or individualism versus communitarianism, as some people like to see it,、um, there, or I like to see it as personal and the public. I don't think this either or. I think it's yes and again. But that's the middle source of what we're trying to do, and that's the citizenship role. Partisans are. Not necessarily bad people. I've been a partisan since I was, gosh, knee high, as they say. But the question is, is that is partisanship the way that we really should be deciding government policy? And I suggest that it's it's a little bit like water is to soup. It's necessary, but it's insufficient. And that's because we, our partisans, have now become driven by the. In my opinion, at least, by the most extremes inside those camps, and we're seeing it right now, for sure, in the far right. We're seeing it coming out of Trump. We're seeing it came came out of Harper, and for sure, we're seeing it in Kenny. We're not seeing it in Notley so much, but we could see it in the national、uh, NDP party. <coughs> Excuse me, and, and but they're fairly much estranged from what's going on in Alberta. I'm not making an excuse for one or the other. I'm just seeing, saying things the way I see them. So, partisanship becomes more selfish and self-interested and self-serving because of the kinds of people that are attracted to and join parties. Citizenship, ideally, is selfless, where people, as individuals, bring their time, their talent, their skills, and even some of their treasure. Their There are other resources. When I say treasure, it's not just money, although that sure helps、um, in terms of community organizations. But they bring it with a sense of community, and they bring themselves into those communities.、I've、heard it described in a podcast the other day as to what kind of a person are you?、Uh, if you're on the on the right, you are an I person looking how you fit within the we. If you're on the left, you're a we person and figuring how you fit in that we as as an individual. You either start with the group. And find your self-identity, or you start with your self-identity and find yourself a group. Interesting kind of dynamic, but、um, that's what I'm starting to see things coming together as. So, the other situation is that between citizenship and partnership,、uh, partisanship is that the、um, the role of citizen is really become very diminished. We only see it as、um, at election time. And we've seen at election time that it's highly manipulative. It's lots of disinformation, lots of misinformation, lots of debate, but not much design. We get to choose the the often we get to choose between the lesser of evils, <coughs> and as opposed to figuring out what we really want. And citizens don't like the idea of this adversarial, nasty, mean-spirited,、um, corrosive kind of campaigning. So they don't engage. They don't get informed. They don't get become aware of their issues. They don't. They don't participate effectively. 
In fact, you see that people often will vote because of the last person they talk to, or simply by name recognition. They really don't take a lot of time to figure out how this could actually work in their best interest as a as a citizen, as a selfish citizen, but as a citizen nonetheless. Then you've got those citizens who are who are more effective and engaged in their citizenship, and are better informed, and who bring their time and talents and treasure and their skills to the larger community. They advocate for positions and stuff like that in the political process. But if you're not able to garner a large enough movement and gathering of people with effective communications and resources to actually take on the partisan nature of government and partisan nature of politics, you're not going to get very far. So the people in the center, as, or the moderates, as we've come to know them through the American, this recent American election, they're highly fragmented, they're highly differentiated, they're highly, um, highly comfortable. I'm going to say, not all of them are, but many of them are successful, contented, and that makes them become complacent and compliant inside the system. Why rock the boat? All you're going to do is get in trouble. Well, that kind of attitude has now moved us from a democracy into an authoritarianism that is really becoming very, very harmful to our society generally. That authoritarianism is a subject of another of another day, but it's happening here for sure in Alberta,、uh, and we've got it. That means our democracy is being corroded, it's endangered, and it's in serious decline. And this is not just unique to Alberta; it's happening all over the world. But Alberta has an opportunity to、uh, avoid that. Unfortunately, our last election we empowered those authoritarian kinds of tendencies in the far right in the UCP. So, citizenship I value over partisanship. Partisanship I value, but only if it is for focused on a greater purpose, not just self-interested people gathering together to serve their own needs. And where the trade-offs happen is inside the party, as opposed to、uh, inside the, the larger community. So, Reboot Alberta is about engaged citizenship. To get engaged means you've got to put in time. You've got to be better informed. You've got to be more aware. I'll talk next about, the, and not necessarily the next episode of this podcast, but soon in this podcast, that issue of where you put your time and effort. Where's your head at? Where's your heart at, and where are your hands at? So, what are you aware of? What are you thinking about? How are you feeling about those things that you're concerned and aware about? And then, what the heck are you doing about it? We've got an awful lot of people these days who are quite articulate, quite apparently engaged, but we're mostly just sending opposition messages or supportive messages inside that left-right dynamic. We know in our heart of hearts that it's not enough. We know that we must do better. We know that the world is not simple; it's complex, and we have to start bringing some more design thinking versus debate thinking into how we create public policy and good government. But that's it. Next is it the three questions I'm going to leave you with as a citizen that I want you to think about. Say, what are you concerned about? Is it the environment? Is it society generally? Is it how we're governed? Is it the nature of our economy, and are we able to pivot beyond oil and gas? Is it going to be、um, the, the 
justice system and the social justice system are being dealt with fairly. All there's a whole bunch of things that we can be concerned about, and quite frankly, even if it's just your own personal life situation that you're concerned about, that is totally, totally legitimate. But then you have to ask yourself, how aware are you about what's going on in our governments and our governance and our in institutions about those things that you're concerned about? How aware are you about what's going on? And then the second question is, how well informed are you? There's an awful lot of misinformation, disinformation, and quite frankly, downright lies being perpetrated. Now we hear about that from the Russians and the Chinese and the North Koreans um, in the political process in the United States, happening in Canada. But we have as much of that going on domestically, I suggest, that we have to be concerned about as well. Who do you trust to tell you the truth? Who do you trust to give you the facts? Who are the authoritative, reliable sources that have done the research that you know when you read them or listen to them or speak with them that they are giving you straight goods and not some kind of a manipulated message to it that is in their best interest, not in yours? So, how informed are you? The second thing is how engaged are you? Third thing, rather, is how engaged are you? And that's a whole range of engagement. As I said, there are some people that are engaged deeply in their community through service clubs, through community organizations, through the work they do in their businesses and and the people they work with.、Um, this, and and then there's people that simply are in a situation that they're just getting by. They're working hard and keeping themselves、uh, together and keeping their families together, especially in these COVID times. That kind of engagement, if, as far as I'm concerned, is high-quality citizen engagement. When you're taking personal responsibility, realizing that you can make some choices, realizing that you have to look at alternatives and what's going on, and realizing you got to delete some things that are no longer make any sense. In fact, could be very harmful to you. That's a high-quality level of citizenship. Very personal, not community-oriented necessarily, but it's still very, very good citizenship. Then the fourth level is the activated citizen. These are the people that are actually looking seriously at what's the different direction, what's the different de- def- definition of destination that we should have, and how do we actually get there? What do we want the next Alberta to look like? Well, we say we want to build a better Alberta. Well, what does that mean? What does build mean? What's better mean? And who's going to do that? And how do we do that? And how do we do that with wisdom and courage and prudence? And and with justice, we make sure that it's fair for everybody. That's the kind of stuff that rebooters have to start thinking about in a large and deeper sense. Yes, we've got serious issues. Yes, every day there's something else that comes up that gets added to the agenda. We're so overwhelmed by our own government these days, with so many rapid changes from a rigid, outdated 19th century. Ideology that is quite harmful to democracy, but great for those people who want to pursue power, especially personal power amongst the far right leadership. That's what we're about. We have to start thinking as citizens. Don't decry partisans, but make partisans more aware of what's going on in the greater community, and push them from more than selfish interests into selfless interests. And when we're looking at our citizenship, don't be afraid of being personal about it. But also be selfless. So, as Martin Luther King said, "Power without love is reckless and abusive."
That's what we're seeing by the UCP government in Alberta today. Love without power is sentimental and anemic. I suggest that's what's happening in our social justice communities. I think some, sometimes in the environmental initiatives that we're seeing going on, and sometimes we see in those people who are trying to make positive social change uh, through politics is one way of doing it, obviously. But those people who are who really, really wear their heart on their sleeves, volunteer their time, are concerned deeply about their community, but they don't pursue power. They simply believe that their heads, their hearts are in the right place, so everything else should follow. It won't. Remember, love without power is sentimental and anemic. And power at its best is love implementing the demands of justice. What's fair in a caring, compassionate, concerned sense for your fellow man? And justice at its best is power correcting everything that stands against love. That's what we're up to today. That's the message from Martin Luther King Jr. from many, many years ago. But I think it's so relevant today in Alberta and so relevant to Rebooters. Thanks for listening. My name's Ken Chapman. This is the Reboot Alberta podcast. It'll show up every now and then. I hope you enjoy it. I hope you share it with your friends. And any comments, let me know. I'm, uh, I'm, Ken, I'm Ken at RebootAlberta.com. And there's the website where we post blogs and other information is RebootAlberta.com. And we have a Facebook group as well. Uh, Facebook, look up Reboot Alberta. You'll see it there place to join in. If you're going to join in, you got to give us a personal email address because we're not just about talk. We're about further engagement. We'll only use your email address to engage you in other issues that are in your interest and in your concern areas and helping you to find ways to actually take action on them. So thanks for listening. Take care of yourself. Be safe out there. Bye-bye.